this is our part two. Let's leave the listeners in suspense, which is, <laughs> I told Taria, we're going to find it. I think it's this, which is our hot takes on Andy Cohen. And if we are, uh, you know, if you don't know where Andrew Rimby is after this, maybe I've been snatched to Fire Island by Andy Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to come find you. Don't worry. I will come look for you. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone, to part two. Welcome back. Yes. But as I was saying with Dana Wilkie, like in game night, remember that. um, Well, I always say to Dana, like, if you watch that scene, she's covering her face. Like, it is. It's. Yeah. Kim and Kyle are provoking brandy brandy was on crutches they hit her crutches of course though brandy accuses kim of doing smoking crystal meth or it was you know and dana's right she's like if someone was doing that in the bathroom like you probably we might know right you know but um i do want to get there though because the reason i brought up andy cohen is kind of what we were saying before about teddy and where i think Tamara really you mentioned it heather breaks the yes. fourth wall all the time but that's okay on the podcast but why not for Tamara? but dana has been blacklisted by andy cohen and in my opinion that's because she reveals that you know these are not scripted but there's but- scenarios that are provoked like this is which we all know I mean like you're saying Kyle is pushing storyline Kenya is pushing storyline like there's a fourth wall like this is not your everyday life scenario yeah because every day if I have an issue with my friend some things I can get over I may vent about them to my husband and then I'm over them so it's not every day you're going to go to your friend. You know, I really feel like, you know what I mean? And I remember Dance Moms was my show. Oh my God, I loved it. Loved Moms. it. And my, uh, we got, me and my kids got my husband to watch. So we were all, and I told him it was called Dance Moms. He goes, no, it's not. It's, it's called Abby Lee. I was like, no, it's called Dance Moms. But I remember, do you remember Peyton? Remember when Peyton came? She was really tall. Yes, yes. And her mom and Christy got into a fist fight. Oh, in New Orleans. In New, yeah. They have this drunken brawl. Yes. Yeah. I was yeah, going to yeah, say Amsterdam. Yeah. I don't know why, but well, I remember listening to an interview and it was the first time that I understood it about reality TV. She said, because I always felt like when I was watching the women's emotions, they were real. But then you'd hear people say, oh, it's fake. And she said, the situations may be set up, but you're getting a real reaction to someone saying, you gotta talk about how this made you feel, or somebody's gonna tell you how you made them feel. So she said, our reactions are real. Mm-hmm. So that is, a, so that's why she felt like, she would say it's not scripted, but of course they set scenes up. Yes, you're gonna go on here, you're gonna do this here, have this conversation, our reactions are real. So yeah, I, I 100% get that. It's it, Kyle is, has been the sniper from the side from, she is the most beta alpha ever. She thinks she's an alpha, but she's a beta. Like she is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do have to say, I think what I'll give Kyle 
is she knows in a way what's going to play in this dual scenario. And like what I mean yeah. by that is like you were saying about Teddy is they're playing this. We know what's going to be cut eventually for a narrative, but this is what happened over these hours of footage. Right. And see, for me, I would want to be in the moment, like living each moment, not yes. trying to, even when we're recording this podcast, I'm not trying to think, oh, okay, what's going to be the main takeaway for the listeners, right? Now? Right. We're in the moment. But, and that's a very different mindset. See, like yes, if I thought about right. how are the listeners going to receive this message, or I'll give an example, like say Kyle, you know, which won't happen probably, but say <laughs> Kyle listened to this episode. Like, and I was trying to now gear all my talking points to Kyle. Right. That's about the narrative that's going to be cut from this. But yes. I'm more concerned about, okay, let's get to every topic and dig in deep. But I really do think Kyle is more calculated of yes. thinking what's going to be that hot tweet or even thinking, oh, I might have to do an apology for what yes. I did to Sutton. You know, it's already already in the dress <laughs> waiting to go. Exactly. But I like, think, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think Kyle and Sutton, but with Kyle, and I won't even say take down, but when she realized Sutton wasn't feeding into her games anymore, mm -hmm. when Dory got robbed and Sutton and then Kyle started crying. And then what was it? Sutton said something to her on that couch and Kyle dried those tears right up. Like, oh, okay, this is not going to work for her because Kyle was also centering herself in those conversations about Dory, you know? So it was like, mm. yeah. And it is true. Sutton would never go to Dorit's house right away because Dorit and Sutton don't have that relationship. Even Dorit admitted it. She's like, she's not my closest friend. Right. You know, and even if Sutton did go, that could have then been a whole tense argument. I'm like, wait, why are you here? You're an inauthentic friend. Yes, I was like, going to say they would have so, made yeah. it for a reason. Oh, she's she's only coming for camera time or, you know, they would have alluded to it in some way. Well, and that's what I think Beverly Hills has a problem with right now. And why I'm kind of like glazing over a lot with this yeah. season. <laughs> Me too. Is this whole alliance and the bonding of Dorit, Kyle, Lisa, Erica. I'm like, okay, this is enough. Like I yeah. need- I need you to hold each other accountable. And Lisa, can we see your eyes? Erica, can you take your sunglasses off? Why are they wearing sunglasses? That annoys me. That's just like my own pet. And the way Lisa, you're being passive aggressive. Do you know, do you not know what passive aggressive is? Cause I think Sutton's been very upfront. Yes. yes. Like, so I, I give her that she's been extremely upfront, but calling her passive aggressive and Sutton's very measured with her words. You can see mm -hmm. she's very much like, let me, let my words be clear. And for Diana to say she was clumsy with words. Um, and then she had that whole post about Philly diva and she's like, well, in my language, it has a different meaning. I use the wrong words. It's like, it's well, like, you're clumsy it. with the words that, well, right. I have to say, usually when someone is accusing another person of a behavior and they're so adamant like well no you're being passive aggressive and forcing that narrative on you mm -hmm. 
they're really reflecting their own insecurities. Yes. Like, no, Lisa, I think, well, talk about what's never been brought up is, and I'll go there because Lisa's not here and she's not going to throw a glass at me, but <laughs> there's never been any drama about Harry Hamlin and the rumors around him. Ever, of, of what he's doing and in Canada. And that's what Kim was getting at them. in Amsterdam. Yes. Yeah. That's what it was. Because it wasn't him cheating. Like, it wasn't him cheating on a woman. It was Harry Hamlin maybe being gay. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, and they, and th those conversations like are still pretty strong. And so, yeah. which was, I was very surprised when she went with him, when she wasn't at the party because she went with him for this awards thing. I was thinking, is this for appearances? Hmm. Like, let's appear to me to be going. Wait, do you watch her dance videos? Cause they are the oddest I... alien. It's like watching an alien. I'm sorry. I literally <laughs> reposted this and said to everyone who has ever said, yes, queen, go queen. I blame you. <laughs> well, and it, to me, it's not the dancing. I love to have a dance. I love doing tick. Like, it's great to do a TikTok yes, video. Yes. I did the about damn time. Yeah. It was so fun. <laughs> but what it, it is to me is like, she'll always have Harry in the shot. And he's and like pruning like, a bush. Yeah, he's not right. even paying like, He's not paying attention, right? And she's kind of just going along, doing these moves. Almost and like, he's, this is us. You know. And he's not even looking at her. And I'm like, why isn't he dancing? Like, what is this? So it's it, like something insane. is not right. Something's not right. To me, she, well, did you see the tweets that uh, somebody unearthed when her and Star Jones were on The Apprentice? Yes. Oh, yeah. Explain it though for everyone else. So, Guys, she was on The Apprentice with Star Jones and she tweeted like, you're going down. She talked about Star's body and the way she was shaped. Nasty, nasty, which brought me back to her and Kim meeting up and Kim reading the text messages that Lisa sent to her. Like, you better watch yourself. Lisa was threatening her in those text messages. So it was like, that is Lisa Renna. And mm -hmm. she just had no one put her in her place yeah well kim was doing it but yeah. then well and garcelle did it at the reunion yeah, remember yes, garcelle yes, said yeah. you said way more than that lisa yes yes she, yes she did that's and then uh because did you notice when at that reunion when she goes we all throw sh uh we all say things in confessionals but garcelle throws the most shade never have i ever heard you use that term since you've been on the show no and i believe she, I believe it to be that she did say that, which is why she forced herself on Garcelle. Are we good? Are we good? Well, and then, yeah, like demanded a hug. I mean, that was so fake with Lisa. I mean, that and was the, her soap opera. Yes. Trying to be a soap opera actress. But. And what gets me is Garcelle knows what's going on. Garcelle's been in the industry for a long time. She knows there's a way that they think she should operate. And so she may not give that pushback mm -hmm. like an Ebony, which is okay because we all handle things differently. Yeah. I hated how when Garcelle was crying at the table last year, people said, see, Ebony, this is how you should do things. Well, number one, she didn't have a cast like Beverly Hills, who is concerned about being perceived a certain way. There we and go. Why they shut up. So they weren't concerned about that. And number two, all black women aren't the same. All women of color aren't the same. All LGBTQ plus people, we're not no. all going to handle things the same as someone in our 
community. You mean like when Ramona brought her fake friend, Vershawn Shaw? I like Vershawn. Like, don't get me wrong. I like her motivational speaking. I think she's a powerful presence. But Ramona, you were forced to do that with a producer. And did you see, uh, I I posted something that Bravo did not put in, but it was on online. It was Ebony going to Bershawn's room when Bershawn was curling her hair and she knocked on the door and was like, hey girl. And she was like, girl, can you believe that they have us going to the Salem? It was like a real girlfriend type moment, but Bravo didn't put that in the show because then that would not have fit with the narrative of these two black women not seeing eye to eye. Yeah, well, and like you were saying, I really feel that they wanted to just do the census checkbox. Like, okay, we have Ebony. We'll see if Bershawn works, but they can't be on the screen together. And that was, it was that, okay, that that's the Andy Cohen. I mean, we've kept everyone in suspense, yeah, but, but that's- this is the point is, I feel like in my opinion, again, my opinion, we're protected with free speech. <laughs> So far, we're protected by the Supreme Court. We'll say, no, no, sorry, that, that's not funny. But no, um, no, I'm with because sometimes right. you have to laugh to really think about Through the pain. No, yeah, so I, know. I am, I'm one that I'll make dark jo- jokes because it's like it's better that than the alternative. Exactly, me, like- exactly. Well, and I will listen to Andy's radio show on Sirius, and it's a very different. Again, I I feel like in radio, you get to the heart of people because they really have to open up. And I'm like, oh, that's what you believe, Andy. Okay, you are up to date with, you know, thinking through nuanced concepts. But again, when he does watch what happens and he has the housewives, yes, he's dragging them. He's putting them in conflict with each other. He knew exactly what he's doing when he asked Garcelle about Lisa Rinna and knew it would be brought up on the reunion. It's like, right? And that to me is, He's the puppet master, but like where Carlos King, I do think has a really good way of creating trust with the cast. Yes. I don't think Andy knows is really good at creating bonds with the cast. It's more out of fear. It's yes. I respect, they respect Andy out of fear because they love being a housewife and they don't want to lose their job versus like you said, Carlos creates a respect, cultivates real relationships with yes. these people. Admiration. Yes. Mutual yeah. admiration. So it and, was. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, like, cause with Andy, mm-hmm. they're always, they always know who he's favoring. Like, see, you should never know that. You should never. And let me producer. tell you, it was funny because on um, Love and Marriage Huntsville for their reunions, they would always have someone outside coming in mm-hmm. and it was reunion day and Carlos shows up. The cast did not know the person that they were going to have backed out or something. And then they were calling around to get different people. And somebody was like, well, why don't you do it, Carlos? The cast didn't know. And he walks in to their dressing rooms and they capture each person's face when they're like, he's like, I'm the host. Some of them are like, oh, shoot. He's going to get different things out of me. Like, But then the cast was like, oh, someone said, Who's uh, Carlos's favorite? And they all named this uh, guy who's was, is good looking on the show, but is like wretched. But it was funny because none of them were like, like a Bethany and Kara, where you can clearly tell where Andy, where his position lied. It was just like, oh yeah, we know that Martel right now is Carlos's favorite. Martel looks good. Carlos likes a good looking man. You know what I mean? So it was like, you can definitely... 
tell, but it wasn't said with animosity. And that's the difference. I don't think Carlos creates animosity between his cast members either. Whereas Andy, that's how he feeds on his show. Remember when um, Titus Burris was on, uh, I mean, Burgess was, am I saying the name right? Titus Burgess, yeah, yes, the Broadway okay. actor. Yes, yep, yep. and he was on Watch What Happens Live. Mm -hmm. yes. And Andy tried to bring that up about Eddie Murphy. And when he was like, go on with your show, girl. <laughs> like, he was like, I'm not doing this. With, yeah. I'm not a housewife. Yeah. I'm not doing this with you. Yeah. Well, and if you want anyone to tell you about Andy Cohen, listen to Kathy Griffin. Oh, I believe everything she said. Oh, I believe it because, um, you know, yeah. I, well, I know Andy, I've heard of his partying side. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Same. Yeah. Especially on Fire Island. I know. Yeah. Like, and I love yep. Fire Island, but I've heard stories. Again, look, same alleged, we'll say alleged, allegedly, but uh, allegedly crazy, wild party stories. Mm -hmm, we've but, the and same. again, that's not an issue, but I just feel be who you are, in my opinion, like then own, I'm a partier. Okay, great. Like, let's, you know, he has a Kiki show. Well, then let's have a true Kiki of honesty. Like, and his, his book, superficial, hmm. that's who he is. He's told us he is. Super Fisher and Shallow always wanted to be the popular guy. Now here he is. You know what I mean? Like with these. And I feel like yeah. sometimes he may use that particular uh, power to his advantage. I'll say that. And he uses Sarah Jessica Parker as a pawn. In my yes. Opinion. I've never yes. seen someone that infatuated with a person. Like throwing them out there. It's That's like, okay, not their significant other. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's a friend. Like. I would be very uncomfortable if someone kept bringing me, me up too. for me like exposure. It's like, okay, great. And same. And it's like, even because it doesn't seem authentic coming from him. Like he's telling an authentic story and it just so happens to involve her. It's almost like you find ways to bring mm -hmm. her up. Yeah. Well, it seems like we're on the same page. Like again, yes. I think he's put in a lot of effort. Oh to, yeah. You know, get into producing. I think he's a very good producer. Yes, he, he clearly, like, look at these housewives, yeah. Yeah, but again, I think he's at a crossroads. Yes. Like the whole network of Bravo. Well, first, I think Peacock is where it's at in terms of the growth because of binge-watching shows, in terms of why I like Ultimate Girls Trip, because even... This production team of Ultimate Girls Trip, the show looks different. It sounds yes. the music. I love the music. I'm like, yes. oh, this is great. Like one of my favorite yeah. behind the scenes moments. And it's just, I don't know why it was just so funny to me. Last season, an Ultimate Girls Trip, when Luann was leaving her room and she's trying to walk out and the camera is yeah. right there. And she's like, okay, back up. Like just, it was just like almost like you would never see that on an episode of New York, you telling the cameraman, move, I'm trying to be in like, get out of the way. Like, nah, I don't want you to film me. Like, you don't know what you're doing with your job. Like move, like, it was just so funny when she was like, okay, back up. So yeah. I like the behind the scenes too. And how they show them all talking, like they'll be at a table and they'll be focusing on one conversation, but they're not uh, editing out the actual other conversations that are happening. It's like, yeah. What a real girl's trip. You hear like. multiple voices at the yes. same time. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, well, of course, not everyone is listening to this 
one-on-one. Like there's multiple yeah. people. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and that's where, like, I want, if there is any white housewife listening right now, <laughs> uh, not to, you know, put them all in a category. Cause I think there are big differences. And like, me to me, that was Roni and Beverly Hills. Like with Roni, um, I think politics was the big issue. Like yes. it was clearly Ebony up against the conservative Trumpian. Yes. Well, yes. I would say one, Ramona. I was going to say one. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. And with Beverly Hills, I think, like you said, they kind of want to come off as they're liberal and they, you know, yep. fit the boxes of moderate liberalism. Huh. It's like when it comes to the heart to heart, it's not happening. No, nope, it's not. I, I don't believe so at all. Yeah. And I think that they're so afraid of being canceled in quotes more, more than they are concerned with actually learning and growing yeah. and understanding that conversations about race are not about someone of a minority race catching you being racist because it doesn't feel good to us when we catch someone being racist. But I find that when it comes to black and white or black and whatever, or not even just black, but when it comes to discussions about race, people often don't understand it until you put it in context of a woman and a man relationship. So I was talking to someone about on Twitter, a black uh, flight attendant posted a picture and it was the whole crew on the plane was black. And they all just looked, they were glowing and gorgeous and they looked like me and they were, the whole entire plane crew was black. So I was like reading the comments and I was like, this is gorgeous. And someone, a white man says, I don't see any inclusivity in this picture. And I said, y'all are weird. I said, in 1957, a black woman wanted to become a flight attendant, applied, was rejected because of her skin color and had to file a complaint with the TWA. And now here we are, we're able to have an entire flight. No one is saying we, we want all black. We're saying, wow, an entire flight crew is black when less than a hundred years ago, mm -hmm. you couldn't even be, a, one couldn't even be a flight attendant, right? So I'm saying this and I'm like, but if it was, about a man and a woman, y'all would understand that. And I had someone, I used that example. If someone said, how would you feel if a, if a white woman posted black girl magic? Do you ask a man how he feels when you post girl power? Hmm. When you say things like women are smarter than men, you don't ask them, you don't worry about how the man feels, right? Because you're empowering women but it's not okay for me to empower other black people that look like me. There is a woman's uh, intimates line called the honey pot. And she talks about even our bodies are different. Sometimes black, white, Hispanic, whatever, like our, our bodies are different. And she was having feminine issues down there. And she said she had a dream one night and an ancestor gave her a recipe in her dream of herbs to use for this product. I use the product, hands down, absolutely love it. It's like a feminine wash. Yeah. But when it first came out, white women got together and went to the Target website and made a coordinated effort to tank her rating. Mm. 
because they said it's not fair that oh oh because what she did an interview and she said I want a little black girl to look at me as an entrepreneur and say she can do it too and because she said I want a little black girl to look at me and say white women said what about us and they went and made a coordinated effort to tank her ratings and I just thought but we don't do but if it was if she said this is just for women no, or because actually the wording on the bottle is by humans with vaginas for humans with vaginas. She's not saying women. She's just saying humans, right? A great message. But if, if, if someone had came out with a woman's product line and said, this is all for women, they would have championed that. And if she had said, I just want a woman to be able to look at a little girl to be able to look at me and think that she could be a success, they would have championed that. But because she said black, it was an issue. So I, I, I'm finding that it's like with these housewives, they're girl power, girls stick together, men are this, men are that. But when it comes to issues of race or LGBTQ+, they're not willing to just be open. And again, we're not looking to catch you. The LGBTQ plus community, I promise, doesn't want to catch you being yeah. homophobic. And Bronwyn, I yeah. really respect Bronwyn. Yes. Like, yeah. What she went through too with her sexuality and then like trying to say she's lying. Like Kelly Dodd kept saying, yes. she's lying. She made it up. It's like, no, this is her life. Like this is her journey, you know, not everyone has the picket fence lesbian experience. Like, (laughs) you know, you might be in an open marriage that exists, like just the judgment to me. But again, if it doesn't fit the narrative and the box and this for Beverly Hills is, I think the issue is when, I mean, Erica said it out loud, which is, you know, the first moment I actually, um, I don't know if I'll say respect, but (laughs) The first moment of clarity from Erica. Yes, yeah. Okay, hold on to that question because we'll be right back. But first, a word from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which was when she said no, son, and you just want to know if Crystal thinks you're a racist. Like that was it. It, That's it. That's it. That's all. Most of those women who are white on the cast are so scared to be called a racist. And it's like you're saying, no one is trying to cancel you. And I think this is where to me, cancel culture is (sighs) not something of, it's like, I don't want to say it's making a mountain out of a molehill, but but, it's but more, it kind of it kind of like you're giving yeah. so much energy to a phenomenon that, in my opinion, is not really excelling. It's it's, it's not more advancing about the reti- movement. Yes, exactly. It's, it, it's a rhetorical movement that doesn't. It's more about getting into when someone just wants to hold you accountable to have yes. these discussions. It's like yes. like Ebony was never canceling 
Ramona. Right. She said she she thought she should come back. Yes. Well, and like with Luann too, I think Luann did get to a certain place of understanding. Yeah. Of reflection. I mean, the one who I think showed a lot of heart is Sonia. Like I think surprising to me. Yeah. And I think Sonia showed the empathy of listening. Just Ebony has a different experience than us ladies. We need to hear her. Like hear her pain, like just listen to her. And I was like, thank you, Sonia. Like, (laughs) thank you for just opening the door to listen. And that was all Ebony was looking for. That's it. She wasn't asking for anything extra. Yeah. And I do think if what I remember is Ebony is still in contact with Sonia. I think that's the only cast member. Yep. Who I guess they still are in communication. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think Ramona just operates in her own. In her own world. Because I said, I think we also need to be quick as allies, right? If I'm an ally to your community, I need to actually take the time to talk to people from the community, learn the terminology. Yes. And learn what I'm saying and not just throwing out to someone who makes a comment, you're homophobic, but it may not be homophobia. And you may be able to tell me, well, Taria, that's not really homophobia. This is what it falls under. For me, I tell that when I looked at Ramona, she had behaviors that fell under the umbrella of racism. But when you know what the meaning of racist is, she didn't show me that. She showed me she could be capable of that, but she showed me a whole lot of bias, ignorance, Mm -hmm. stereotypical uh, thinking, and a little bit of bigoted thinking. And I had someone tell me that. And when the person said this, I thought, I don't even think they see that they're saying this shows their privilege. She said, I don't need to be schooled or feel, I don't need to be educated about the right terminology. They should just be glad I'm calling it out. So black people should just be glad that you're throwing out the word racist and not really using the right terminology. Because then what happens is you have people saying, oh my God, here we go. Let me guess it's racist. And then the message just get, it's like, they don't want to hear it, some people. So it's like, we really need to be careful when we're allies to all communities that we're not just throwing out words that, that, that it's, that's not really what it is. It falls under that, under the umbrella because people in their minds, you may have someone who truly is not a racist, but again, who is biased, who may be a bigot, who may be operating through Mm. stereotypical thinking. And when you label them a racist, sometimes it shuts down all communication versus you saying what you said was extremely biased or extremely exclusive. And they're like, wait, wait, what? And then you have that conversation if you so choose to. So I just think that we all need to learn how to be better allies to each other. And these women on the show, can we get back to fighting about Shannon going to the bathroom and Heather sitting in the seat, taking her seat? You know, them fighting about that or eating the bow off of Heather's cake. You know, can we go back to that kind of stuff and not, you know, someone asked me today, you should be glad. You're not glad that they're uh, trying to create diversity. And I said, in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, yes, of course, we know all of us should be in all areas. But there are times when I, I think 
I was okay with Atlanta and Potomac being what they were. And then the other franchises being what they were, because as a black woman watching coworkers interact, cause that's what they are. I've been through some of the very issues they're going through the microaggressions and you hate that. Here's another black woman going through that by herself who has yes. no backup on a cast. So when I explained it to someone that way, they got it. I said, that would be like me not being thankful for HBCUs. Remember there was a time when college did not accept black people. So they created, we created something for us to be able to get higher education, higher learning. And then when schools were integrating, look at what the kids went through. I'm glad it happened. But so there are times when I look at it like it's Bravo doing more harm than good because the things that I have seen from people that don't like this diversity is disgusting. Look at Crystal when she talked about the hate that she got. Yeah. Like insane. So it's like, why should someone have to go through that? But if they're willing to, yeah, that's, you know, that's yeah. great also. So, yeah. Well, like, and as do you have like 10 more minutes? Yes. Yeah. I feel like we could talk forever, but <laughs> yes, yes. I know that, you know, eventually I'll be more in conversation with Taria on her show. So that's yes, exciting to manifest. But yeah. He's not manifesting it, guys. It's already going to be oh, done. Thank you. Well, and this is where I'm so glad, like, thank you for your openness and voice of just explaining, like, especially myself as a white person, like, it's not about and I think that's like going through just learning about allyship when it comes to race. It's not about me, Andrew, being caught out as racist. Like, I think this is where I see Andy Cohen. He's more in that box of the Beverly Hills cast of, yes. oh, I'm a good ally. I haven't been caught out as racist. But again, are you Andy Cohen in conversation with right. people of different races? Like, do you have friendships mm, yep. of different of people of different races? Like, are you... Or are you only in a homogenous group of wealthy, right. you know, white gay men? Right. You know that what I mean? Is, like that's yeah. a certain, that's like talk about Fire Island. It can be a very white privileged place. Like wow, there's not okay. a lot of racial diversity there. Like okay. within the gay community there, they're, they're trying like that. There's cause for that. So I only bring that up to say, you know, you could, be bringing in like thinking you're bringing in diversity but to just fit a quota that yes. isn't integrating that's yes. not you're you're gonna have the issues you have in beverly hills because <laughs> you know they're trying to come out at it as like especially erica jane like to me she just tries to appropriate culture of all all of them all races. <laughs> yes. like, races, <laughs> like the drag queen community like yes queer culture them, she's yes. just like whatever i'm gonna yep. do it and like and that's problematic very yeah. problematic and you know and i think that no one is in my opinion really well they probably have and we haven't seen it all but i'm curious as we go forward with beverly hills mm -hmm. can we please have someone just tell erica <laughs> to her face exactly what she's doing is problematic like <laughs> she'll be like well, because like literally go into character then. Yeah, well, because right? her triggers, remember, she screamed at Eileen about mm. her son. Hello. Hello. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then and what now does she, she do? screams at Garcelle's son and tells him to F off. But, you know, and Garcelle could have gone off on her in that moment. But again, how would Garcelle have been perceived as a black woman? Thank it's you. Just, right. It's, yep. I mean, and just calling it out what it is. And I'm like, please, can one of the women in the cast just say it as it is? Like, Erica, you would have gone off if that was your son. Yes. Garcelle didn't go off because she doesn't have the racial privilege. Right. And Dorit even saying she was horrified, but being mute in the moment. It goes back to, again, Sutton last year. I mean, well, Sutton and Crystal and Kyle. Kyle not saying a word when that was going on with Sutton and Crystal, when you caused that, you know? Mm -hmm. She gets on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. Kyle yeah. is like, the ugh. Well, and that's where maybe there has been a lot. I, I have this, like, theory in my mind that Crystal somehow in the storyline has ended up with because I do think it's we can see it in real life that she's with Garcelle and Sutton somehow yes yes, yes. so there's some I feel like there's something that's going to happen where well we know Erica like really isolates herself from the group yeah in Aspen there's something in Aspen with Kathy Hilton and we got that to yeah. me is going to be the firework moment. Yes, yes. We'll, we'll, oh, God, and we're going to have to talk about that. Well, and maybe that's when, hopefully, like, Sheree holds Erica's feet to the fire. Yes. And I think Kathy probably calls out Lisa Rinna. Because remember, Lisa's trying to provoke Kathy with Yes, Kyle. yes. And that, to me, is, like, disgusting. And the fact that Kyle's letting it happen and not shutting it down. Like, hold up. This is my sister. Yeah. We're not doing that. But we're not going to talk about Harry Hamlin. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, like, like I would be throwing his name out like, yeah. oh, yeah. so Taria, you said X, Y, and Z. Did Harry say it? <laughs> I would get her to the point. Throw a glass at me if you want. That will be the last glass you throw yeah. with a straight hand for a long time. But if you think about it, Lisa's never really been the center of the drama of a storyline. No. Except remember she, when she Kyle's close to death and she couldn't remember. Oh, that's like, right. That barely went anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So well, and again, I think that because Lisa has been manipulating the storyline. You know. Yeah. And that's where that's I true. really think, you know, she and I think Erica is trying to join that. Like, join Lisa <laughs> at trying to. Like, create spectacle yeah. but it's like when erica tries to be drunk which i still have questions if she's Me drunk too. i'm like that or you're just a really bad actress i, was I think she's acting i'm like is this is she really i was wondering too oh my god yeah i'm so glad you said that because I, I really was like i mean i don't know if she's well because really... she doesn't like garcelle said garcelle's exactly on point Cause like, I do think Garcelle is the one who reads the room. Garcelle. Me too. I listened to her memoir. Incredible. I love, okay. love me as I am. Um, she, like you said, she knows the industry. She knows. She knows the difference between play acting and the authenticity. Yes. And she's like, Erica, you're just deflecting from your lawsuit cases. Like where, you know, where's the jewelry, Erica? Like, why is that? <laughs> yes, Garcelle. <laughs> But I'm sure that that's, yes, Erica doesn't yes. want anything to be talked about with her right. and the lawsuits. Like she's good at, she's trying to deflect. Cause she keeps saying, oh, we're, we're past it. Thank you guys for 
for uh, seeing me through my crazy. And it's like, girl, we're nowhere near past it at all. Like it hasn't gone away. <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, and Erica blatantly lies. Yes. Like, you know, things have been resolved and then like there'll be a little investigative <laughs> journalism in the Bravo sphere. And they're like, no, it's not resolved. Yes. Oh, Erica's case has been dropped. Yes. Because it's being picked up in a different county, like, you know, like a different jurisdiction. Stop it. So technically, yes, that's the truth. It was dropped, but you're not reporting that it's been picked up either, Erica. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I think as we end, I'm just curious because I I have my own hypothesis for this, but I am always, especially because we're in the ivory tower sphere here. Okay. Who do you, which cast do you think is the most intellectual? And you can interpret that any way you want. I think it's a toss up, honestly, between... I'll say Sutton and Garcelle. Cause I think Crystal is intellectual, but I think she's um, very emotionally intelligent and mature. And sometimes she leads with emotion, which is good, but intellectually thinking to me, when I think intellectual, I think thinking, thinking things through to the end, seeing things how they are. And I'm gonna call this out here, but I have to wait to not being manipulative, but like I need to do point A, point B, point C to get my point across. I think it's Sutton or I think it's a tie between Sutton and Garcelle. Because yeah. Kyle pushing storyline to me isn't intellectual. Mm-hmm. Like I think Sutton and Garcelle are authentically calling things out. Even if there's a little planning to it, like I said, like I have to say this first, but I think what they're saying is true. So I I, I, I would say those two. I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but immediately- No, no, and you can tell Garcelle's waiting for the moment. Like she, yes, yeah. especially with Erica, I feel like she's a lawyer yes. in this case. She's really- She's letting to me, her- she's, a, she's doing a Meredith Marks. And I mean that in a good yes. way. Meredith. I love, remember, I love Meredith. I love Meredith. And at the reunion, she's like, well, yes. Lisa, when you did that, was that okay or not? And then she was building a case. And I was like, yes. I see what you're doing. And the whole bathtub, like, I knew exactly what she's doing. She's she's showing us an alibi. She's like, well, I was in yes. the bathtub. Yes. How could that have happened? Like, I was like, brilliant. Well, yeah. and but again, that's why I like lawyers, like Phaedra. I mean, Phaedra's one-liners. I, I used <laughs> like, to want to be a lawyer, yes. So I Yes, like, and I'm very fact-based, so I like, looking at things and saying, well, X, Y, and Z. Like the other day I was on a podcast and they were like, oh, talk ish, get hit. Candace talk ish to Monique. And I said, so what exactly did she say to Monique that night or during the season to make her want to, can you tell me what exactly she said? Because if we're going by talk ish, get hit, Giselle was talking about that woman's son's maternity, Mm -hmm. a paternity, I mean. Monique had lunch with her. That's why Monique had all the smoke for her and not Candace at the reunion. So I just said simply, I'm a very fact-based person. So watching the show, what did Candace say Mm. specifically to Monique to have Monique decide? I said, let's be clear. Violence does not make, violence doesn't make me like, oh, I want Monique gone because of violence. 
fights happen. I didn't care about the fight, but the reasoning behind everyone saying talk ish, get hit. So my question was, are you talking about Candace? Okay. So are you talking about her talking ish to everybody, but Monique and Monique just defending everyone? Because if we're saying, if Andrew, if you talk ish to me, you're going to get hit. Then that would allude to me saying something directly to you. Yeah. But who, yeah. And that didn't happen all season. Where was the fuel directed with Monique's binder? Giselle. I mean, Giselle, exactly. And the phone number, remember? Oh my God. Yes. I will rewatch that. Bleep, 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 yes. Where Monique's like, oh, so his number is da 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 da. And Giselle's yes. like, it is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at, least, at least Giselle was truthful. I have to say, yeah. she's like, well, Monique I've been caught. played her part and Giselle certainly played hers by like not saying a word. She just was like, I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> yep. But that's where, you know, I, again, Monique actually wasn't, like you said about the fight, they were going to bring her back. She left yeah, yeah. of her own accord. Yeah. She wasn't fired for a fight. Right, right. She wasn't even fired. They have, they've had different fights on Bravo Phaedra. shows. Yeah. Uh, Teresa Judice. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. I mean, yes. we'll have to, when I come on your show, we'll have to talk about Jersey because I have hot yes. takes. Yeah. But, uh, somebody said, I was in Reddit yesterday and someone, they talked about New Jersey and someone said, as a black woman from New Jersey, I can tell you Jersey is the most un-Jersey cast. And I was yes. like, yes. That's what I've been saying that to everyone. Yes, let's end on that because that's a good teaser. And also, yes. you know what? I'll say Judice because she's Italian American. So it's okay. Teresa Judice. But oh no, maybe now it's Ruelas. Whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. We're not we could talk about that whole drama. Is he and... Italian? Is Ruelas Italian or is it you know um... what? I keep thinking maybe he's Latino, but that's no what one I has saw. brought it up. That's I what think... I was wondering. Yeah, I think he's Latinx. Okay. Somehow. Okay. I, okay. I think so, but that's just my own reading of. Ruelas. That's what, yeah, that's uh, what I thought. I was like, is no that one, Italian? Yeah. But okay. see, this is where with the Jersey cast, I'll end us on this, which is us both being from Jersey. That is such a stereotype of a cast. It's like they wanted the Godfather cast. Yeah. And it's like, they're not all, not all Italian Americans are like this. Not all Jerseyans are like this. It's only three towns in New Jersey. Like, <laughs> You're in one area of Bergen County. I'm like, this isn't New Jersey. This is. And not only that, like you said, there are only three towns, but it's like, they're not even like the bit, like. They're not okay. the large towns of Jersey. Yeah, like, okay, this is what we're well, doing. Well, like, okay. where's our Princeton family? Where's our, the Shore family? Right. Where's right. the Cherry Hill family? I mean, the only time, and again, I know Siggy is so controversial, but. She was from Cherry Hill. Like, I thought, okay, we're getting, I like that Jackie got on the cast. I like Margaret on the cast. Yes, yep. You know, I do like Dolores, even though I know her politics probably don't match mine. <laughs> Not Actually, at all. Actually, most I of the Jersey cast, I think the Jersey cast, almost all of them don't match And that's me. what people don't understand either. It's like, y'all don't even know. <laughs> and Jersey, you know, is more of a progressive state, but that cast definitely reflects conservatism. It's like, well, that's why I give Margaret a lot of credit because she is very vocal about progressive yes. politics. Yes. Um, so is, well, 
I'm not sure. I think Melissa is Switzerland. I was yeah. going to say, which like, that is, that is not a thing to be Switzerland on, like be Switzerland on something else, but not, I was wondering if Jackie is, for some reason, I get the sense that she is progressive. I think so. But like on her social media, she's not as. Vocal. No, she's not. Yeah. I noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. I could tell you someone who's not, which is uh, Jennifer Aiden. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Like not yeah. at all. Well, and someone who's actually really progressive is um, Danielle Stav, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I think, think Danielle so has a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> but yeah. Jersey, I think Jersey could really use um, some different folks, (laughs) different folks who aren't like, again, family was kind of how it was all built. Yeah. But maybe we we need another, like a different Jersey show, like bring a South Jersey show. I don't know. Or a different family, you know, different family. Exactly. And well, because I feel like there's always the it's always tied to New York city, which is fine. But like, we have New York, like maybe we need a Philly. I've always thought about Ooh, the real housewives yeah. of Philly. Cause that could be interesting. Yes. Cause then you could it, get Jersey. Like you could actually have more right. back and forth. And, and, and they never really do any Jersey things anymore. They used to go to Atlantic city for the, yes. Reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And then they're yep. left Atlantic city. Now it's all in Manhattan. I'm like, but you're not the Manhattan housewife. Right, right. You need to like, yeah, I agree with you. Like add some, like maybe go to central or like New Jersey. That way you can get people from New all Brunswick. different sides of the turnpike. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We could just film at the rest stops. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, but like we were saying you could even just have a show in Atlantic City. I think that would be, that could be right. a reality pitch. The real housewives of Atlantic City. Can you? I, oh, it would be, it would be dynamic. Talk about fighting. See, they think those Jersey women up the up North Jersey women or something. They have nothing on some of the Southern parts of Jersey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, in terms of like, when they say Teresa fights, like <laughs> she's having temper tantrums. Thank you. Thank you. Like, she's not putting her hands on anybody. I'm sorry. She's just not. She's throwing glass. You know, I don't see her putting hands on anyone. Well, and to me, anyone who throws glass, it's so classless. Again, and I don't agree with physical violence either. But like, when you throw glass, like you're really, to me, it's showing you can't talk through this issue. Like, use your words. And if you're that upset to the point of you fighting, the only time I'm throwing glass is if, if I'm intentionally trying to get to you to put my hands on you and can't, I'm probably still not even throwing anything because I'm trying to get to you. You know what I mean? Like, so that whole, to me, it's such a put on when they're throwing glass. Y'all are not throwing hands. Like y'all are not doing that. You're throwing glass to make it to what intimidate someone. Because if you throw a glass at me, if I respond back, it's not going to be with, glass it's gonna be like with my hands like you know so it was always so fake remember that season and I know we have to go but when Ziggy was on and Teresa threw the glass but like she threw it straight down to the ground it's like girl get out of here like you're not or like something that wasn't talked about was 
Jen Shaw. Remember when? No, no, no. Sorry, not Jen Shaw. Sorry, Jen. <laughs> Jen, you have enough going on. Actually, I think I like Jen has like an I like her personality. Also, shout out to Up and Adam because he got that oh yeah interview with Jen. And I was yeah. like, okay, you go, Adam. Okay. <laughs> but um no, no, Jenny, which we'll talk oh, about yeah, her on she your threw podcast. That glass. Yeah. But remember when she threw it, but she threw it like she and threw it at yeah. Mary. Yeah. I said, yeah. now see if Mary had a snatched her bald then that would have been an issue. Like, who are you to throw glasses? Like, that is just so like, like you said, if, if I have a problem with you and I'm getting physical, like, like I wasn't taught to like throw things. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Did it's Mary like, have her eyebrow raising moments? Yeah, but guess what? They all do. All of them have it. Cause that's yes, why we're yes. watching, you know what I mean? And they're bringing that in the scenes. Like that is perfect. You know, guess what? They all do. Yeah. did she know, Mary knew how to, you know, she wasn't always talking through, but she knew how to put boundaries around. Yes, yes, she did. She did. She and I respected that she knew her happiness. She's like, okay, yes. this doesn't make me happy. I'm gonna like, I'm out of here. Yeah, like what she, I still will remember when she says to Whitney, what is that line? She says something like- Women. Women. Like, <laughs> like and I, I do. I think I'm going to, even though I know, okay, she has some very shady things maybe going on. Yeah. At least Mary, she gave us those one-liner moments. I'm going to miss did. her one-liner. Me too. I don't know if I'm going to be, if I'm going to watch Salt Lake City this year, to be honest, because it's just like, especially if they're going to her church, why are you going there? She's not there anymore. Are we going to court on the way by at the church, Jen? Because oh, that's gosh. where you are. Well, I heard, I heard that's why a rumor again, but why they were waiting a while to film the season was because of the court case to try to capture. Oh yeah, all of it. it. Well, they're certainly getting it now. Yeah, yeah. I know we so. keep saying we're gonna go, but one more thing. Just and, and I, I know to, you have to go because it's. Fine. I know it's Chris okay. Is, it's yeah. okay. I'm not that strict on the deadline, but <laughs> I do have to ask you just because. I have a hard time seeing how I would do this in a reality show. And maybe this would be a good theme for when I'm on, which is, I think about it. Okay, we're filming right now, this podcast. Say okay. someone was here with a, there was a TV crew in both okay. of our homes. Okay, it's going to take at least what? Six months for this moment to be replayed, right? Right. You have to bring back those emotions again to the public. Mm. I see why it's difficult. Like you kind of have to relive those moments. This is new to the public. They haven't yes. seen Taria and I have the this encounter, these deep dives, right. this shadiness, right? <laughs> yes. So I get the drama behind that. Cause like now we're trying to relive the past. And I think it's like an Alice in Wonderland moment. Yeah. I don't know how I could do it. It's, it's trippy. I think if you didn't have the element of seeing what other people thought about you in these moments that you had to live through. Mm -hmm. So if I knew that we had an issue and we made it right and we worked through it, seeing it again may be okay, but then I'm watching you and hearing you say things that I hadn't heard you say before. Yeah. So sometimes they say things in confessionals that yeah. they haven't said to each other and it can be like real shady and it's like, 
oh, well, wait a minute. And th- I think that's what sparks up most of the mess. Or what happens if I talk to my best friend about you right. in another scene and you had right. no idea that I like, met with them? Wait, I thought we were cool. Yeah. yeah. But again, this is this is why Dana will always say it and I always believe it. I would never want to bring my best friend on with me to a reality show. Nope. No, I, I want to be in the, I'd rather be in the big brother house. I'd rather yeah. be on a dating show. Like I said, I want to be like on a gay bachelor, make me meet random strangers. Right. At least that, I don't yes. know these people. Right. Like, that's different than, yeah. And it's a different type of drama that's may not necessarily cause you to lose it as much as these housewives because they poke and they poke and they do and so you know I say every day I pray that I'm a better person I want Jesus to be pleased with me there are certainly a lot of days Mm -hmm. that I miss the mark and I can only imagine me being on a show and you caught me on a day when I'm so far off the mark the mark is even there anymore (laughs) all I know is if someone dragged me on social media who's a stranger and I know it's hard to sometimes take a step back. But if I'm in a, if I'm a public person with a profile, I would either just like it and be like, thanks for watching. Yes. Move on or ignore it. Like Diana, why were you looking through someone who had like 40 followers at the beginning creating this account? Like, that you had that time to like put in yeah. paragraph messages. And like Lisa, Lisa, no one is looking at your Instagram stories to see you drag ourselves fans. Like, like at all. And, th- and then for you to tweet and delete it, that to me is so, oh gosh, like the posting well, and it, then deleting. It's like, well, it kind of brings us back to the beginning, which is the drop storyline of the reunion, which is, Lisa, you're not making yourself look good about, yes, you know, saying that you feel comfortable Garcelle's on the cast. Why would you even write that in your Instagram story? Right. Uh, the lady doth protest too much. Too much, exactly. And Lisa yeah. likes that phrase, so let's leave it on. Let's leave it at we'll that. Leave it oh on that. <laughs> Bye, everyone out there. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, housewives. <laughs>
So like I said, you can't, we don't release them anywhere else. You can only get those on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash ivory tower boiler room and become a subscriber today. And don't forget to listen to ivory tower boiler room on Mondays and true crime and academia on Tuesdays.